Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. My name is Mike Brown, and back-to-back shows... Jeremy Brenner and I are live together. Jeremy, what's up, dude? Good, thanks. Although I'm not sure why we're having a show tonight because I did not see any basketball game. Uh, well, the Rockets uh, got screwed by the refs tonight and lost their first game of the year. Uh, well, that's my official standpoint tonight. I'm just kidding. And my official standpoint is it doesn't count if they yeah, they're right. in preseason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, that's true. You did point that out tonight, on the last really? show. Let's be real here. That's true. You should. You actually called it last show. If tonight happened, did it really happen? So uh, make sure to go check that out, as you should all of our shows. But yes, we are live tonight after the Rockets' first loss of the season. Um, and you know what's funny, Jeremy, is like the vibes different tonight, but not really for me. I mean, you played a game tonight without Jabari Smith Jr., 
you played a game without uh, Jay Sean Tate was out for the second half. Eric Gordon didn't play. I mean, like tonight is whatever. I, I saw some stuff I liked. I saw some stuff I did not like, if you want my honest assessment. But uh, your quick thoughts on tonight's 18-point loss to the Heat. Jeremy Brenner going once. Jeremy Brenner going twice. Well, you're up on stage, Jeremy. So I will break down the box score real quick while we try and get you back as soon as possible. Uh, But tonight, KJ Martin had, uh, let's see. Jeremy, are you there? Yeah, I was here before. I was here the whole time. I've never left. Oh, my fault. Yeah, we didn't hear you. Uh, but yeah, of your quick course. thoughts uh, tonight, 118 to 100 lost, or 118, 110 lost, my ex- apologies, uh, lost the heat tonight. It's okay. I, I also have trouble fi- figuring out the score of games that didn't actually happen. Fair. Um, but, you know, a lot of, obviously, a lot to be excited about tonight. Um, I think if you're a fan of, mm-hmm. of Kevin Porter and Jalen Green being the backcourt of the future, you probably were really happy with tonight's results. Um, and I think, I think obviously you look at the turnovers and you're probably not too thrilled with that. I want to say they had, they had like 20, 25 turnovers. Jesus. I mean, so that's obviously the part that you don't like to see, but overall I thought it was pretty, I thought it was pretty solid night. Um, didn't like seeing Jay Sean Tate go down, but I think I feel a little bit better knowing that we do have Tari Eason in the wings. So it could be a lot worse, but uh, we do have that bit of uh, insurance policy with us. So, um, you know, yeah, mostly good things tonight. That's kind of what I was hoping we would focus on more is, is the positives tonight versus the negatives that, you know, won't matter if this is a game that actually counted. Sure. No, for sure. Um, Cause I do want to focus on the positive. I do want to, f- point out this was probably Alperen Shangun's worst game that he's played as a Rocket. He just looked bad tonight. So I'm going to chalk it up. It's preseason. It doesn't count. But the, if he continues to foul the way that he did tonight, he's not going to see the court very much. You, just, you can't play the way he played tonight and stay on the floor. I will chalk it up. He didn't play with guys that he's usually going to play with. So I'm hopeful that's what it was. But I think that was the only thing that really got to me tonight that I noticed bad was Shangun. Shangun was not good. He'd be the first one to tell you that. Yeah, I think I think Alp had a rough night. Um, obviously, with him, it's going to be you know just trying to see out of foul trouble. That's a huge thing for him, especially as a starting center. You know, those fouls can really rack up if you're at the beginning yep. of the game. We saw it, you know, with with Capella. Capella had those issues a little bit while he was you know, evolving into a starting center. Um, Yao Ming dealt with that as well. Um, although Yao, Yao kind of got the hang of it, um, you know, as he became who he was. Uh, and Shengun's going to have that as well. And I do expect there to be some nights like tonight where, um, you know, he picks up quick fouls, doesn't play as much, and it kind of screws with the whole rotation. Um, but I, I do think that this is not going to be something that, is a super regular thing. I think it might just be like a once in a in a blue moon kind of thing. Maybe once a month. I think that's hopefully what you would want to see is this happening no more than one or two times each month. No, that's fair. Boban Marjanovic, by the way, eight minutes on the court, plus four tonight. So the dude just keeps on being 
a positive for the Houston Rockets. He didn't miss a single shot. He did time, not. He so. also did not take one. Uh, he did have two rebounds as well. KJ, man, was a bright spot for me tonight. His energy, like it's a controlled energy. It's much different than Jay Sean Tate. Like his athleticism is scary. Like scary in a good way. I mean, that dude can just fly. I mean, he fly. I'm not going to call him the Peter Pan of the Rockets, but the dude can just straight up fly. Yeah, and I think a lot of it too, um, which I'm a little bit concerned about, um, is that he seems to play better next to Jalen and Kevin Porter. Yep. And and I think that has to do with the fact that they've played, you know, they played last year together. They This is now two – well, I mean, KJ's been around. This is off-season number two for him, I guess. So I think there is that, that familiarity there. So I hope that the lineups that uh, the Rockets end up curating – they, they take advantage of that because I also think that he just fits their style. And, and I, and you want to, you want to put players that complement Jalen green and Kevin Porter really well. Um, I think they, I think tonight showed that they complement each other really well, but getting those players next to them that also do that is going to be the challenge. But I think they have one in KJ Martin, as long as they keep them. Um, obviously there's still talks about, Maybe he'll get moved. Maybe he won't. I'm hoping that will kind of die down as the season starts. Um, because I do think that he's earned himself a pretty solid rotation spot. Maybe not a starter at the moment. Obviously, with Jabari Smith coming in, maybe that hurts his chances of that. But also, like, um, here's a question I'll ask you, Mike. And this this will be interesting. So so let's assume that the yes. starting five is um, – let's assume the starting five is Jalen Green, Kevin Porter, Eric Gordon – Jabari Smith, Alpee. Let's say EG sits out a night because he's either sore or it's a back-to-back or something like that. Who starts instead of EG? Is it Tari or is it KJ? Or is it someone else? Is it Jay Sean Tate? Man, I gun to my head. I mean, right now you got to go with Tari Eason. You know, I mean, Tari – Tari is play- Tari is- I think there I think there's more than one correct answer to that. That's why that's why I was kind of curious to see what you say. But why Tari? Well, you and I have talked about this before that he's bullying, he's actively bullying his way into legitimate minutes. I mean, all the dude does, or all he's done, I should say, three games in. I mean, he had 17 and 12 tonight. That's ridiculous. On eight of eleven from the field, he plays defense. He shares the ball. How many assists did he He didn't have an assist, but he moves the ball well when he's on the court. And the thing about it, Jeremy, is am I ready to say that, you know, he's going to be on the all-rookie first team? No. But you also, between him, KJ, and Tate, I will go as far to say he's got the highest ceiling, I feel like. And then KJ and then Tate. And it's no disrespect to Jay Sean Tate. We know what Jay Sean Tate is. We have a decent idea of what KJ Martin is. We have no idea what Tari Eason is. There, it, it, the, the appeal of, of Tari Eason being the, the new kid on the block, um, the rookie, you know, I think we all have tendencies to just gravitate towards rookies, whether they're sure. on our team or not, just because they're new and they're fresh and they, you know, you're, you're bound to see something you probably haven't seen before when it comes to the rookies. So that's why uh, we're attracted to them in terms of just what they can do. and. Can build for for your team so 
um, you know, I I guess at this point when it comes to Tari, it's like if you ask like why shouldn't Tari play more or why shouldn't he start? Like I, I find it really hard to come up with a reason for that. Like, oh, 100%. like how how does someone answer that? And like if someone were to answer that, there's a whole lot that you can counter with that will help your argument, I feel. Like it, it's really hard for me to see like Tari at this point, like I mean, I feel like the only reason you can really say is that there are more experienced people. And that isn't really a good reason, but it is the reason. And it's probably the reason why he will start the season off the bench. But I'm starting to think that this is like they're going to find at least, I'm hoping, 15 minutes for Tari to play a night. And I think that's fair. Oh, oh, Jeremy, that's low. It's low. It it is low. low. It is low. That's low for me. Think about it. If you think about it, you know, we can do – there's a lot of exercises to do. Um, but I think – look, he's he's earned more than 15 minutes. I think you and I can agree with that. But, again, we come to another one of these, uh, like, scenarios where we're looking at what should it be or what we want versus what it is. And I yeah. feel like the reality of the situation is right now Eric Gordon is going to steal a lot of those potential minutes away from Tari Eason – and there isn't really a good reason behind that other than the fact that Eric Gordon is more experienced. And there's really nothing that you can really, um, like, do about it. Like, it's just it's just the way it is. Until Eric Gordon is no longer with the Rockets, he's going to be in that role usurping those minutes that could go to a guy like KJ, could go to a guy like Tari, could go to someone like Jay Sean Tate. So that's just the nature of the situation. Well, and I also think, man, I, first of all, I think everything you said, that's, that's spot on. I think it makes it even more criminal to this roster to still have Gordon on this roster. Because right now, the Rockets have a problem. And no, I'm not going to do one of these goofy, Houston, you have a problem. No, it's a good, no, it, Jeremy, it's, it's a very a good, problem. good problem. Because you, you have a log, you have a, Houston, yeah, you, I mean, they have a log jam at that position. And Gordon has to be the first one to go. Because I got to be honest with you, man. I'm not ready to trade KJ. And I think there's a reason why they haven't traded KJ. Nor should they want to trade KJ. No, they should. And because, they yeah. And you, the only reason this is coming up in conversation is because KJ requested that trade. Or supposedly yeah. he requested a trade. So well, I feel as if... Um, I feel as if KJ is in their plans one way or another. And also in a way, KJ is kind of taking some of those potential Tari minutes away. So there's, there's a lot that's going on in that part of the team because it's like really the only position that hasn't been like solidified. Like I feel like, or at least for this season, like they have solidified that Shangun is the starting center for this season. They have solidified that Jabari Smith is the starting four this season. And, we would imagine be longer than this season, but we can only talk season to season. Right. Jabari is the starting yeah. four this season. Jalen Green, the starting two. KPJ, the starting one. The starting three, I feel like that could be a just a total turnstile based on if Eric Gordon's healthy, if Tari's playing well, if KJ's playing well, if Jay Sean Tate is playing well. There's just and like it's just it the hard part is how are you gonna get minutes to all those guys? 
and, and the the reality and that's why I say 15 minutes for Tari not because I feel like he deserves that I feel like he deserves more but you gotta feed KJ you gotta feed Eric Gordon you gotta feed Jay Sean Tate that's just how it is and the thing is also is like Jay Sean Tate is a huge part of the defensive identity for the team and so is Tari like don't get me wrong but I feel I feel like Jay Sean Tate is probably our best NBA defender at the moment. Um, so he needs to play minutes because there's no yeah. way the Rockets can be the worst defense in the NBA again. It's just it's a it's not a good way to win games sustainably. And the defense has to pick up. But I think tonight, like the defense uh was pretty strong. I mean, granted they were playing uh, you know, like the the baby heat team, but Hey, the yeah, the the flames tonight. The flames, <laughs> yeah. the the not so heat. Yeah, right. Not so hot heat. I, I would warm. Yeah, I will say. I I like the, I mean, the lukewarm. Sick their ass, but yeah, anyway. right. I will say this, man, and I think that this also opens up what I saw tonight. I don't know how popular this would be, but what would you give to see a lineup of like a green? Tate, Eason, Smith, and KPJ. Oh, I think that lineup is. Oh. I think that lineup is not too far from from actually coming into fruition. It's their best. Um, that's their think, best team. It's their best team right I now. I do think that there are. I do think that there are. And I hate to say that, that by the way. Yeah, um, I hate to say that by the way because Jabari's not a five. But I think if you put enough length out there, you could get away with it. Depending on who you play, yeah, obviously. You, you could definitely get away with it. Jabari's like almost seven foot at this point. Like you and this is where we get into like positionless basketball because he can also play on the perimeter. Well, if you're playing a team like say right. Denver, who utilizes their big man on the perimeter and is someone that's a you know big part of that uh you know offense, a lineup like that would make sense. Obviously, Shangun is is a good is a better fit for that because um you know he can play inside he can play outside he's very versatile in that and so is Jabari but Jabari can also do that with guards so that's why you don't necessarily want to have Jabari as like your your number five but I don't think that I don't I think we'll definitely see that lineup at some point this season probably really soon I would say based because that was a lot of the lineup that we saw today other than Jay Sean Tate um right yeah. i think it's i think it's your best team man like i do like right now you know, it might be but the, there is a lot of like it, it's probably the lineup with the best offensive potential without too much defensive liability yeah i think kj i think kj could sneak into that lineup too for tape i'm really curious though i hate to say this jeremy i i really do and I would hate to see him go, but if you had to choose two of these three to be on the team for the next five years, Tate, KJ, and Gordon. Actually, no, one. If you could choose one of those guys for the next five years, who would it be? Tari. Not Tari, sorry. Eric Gordon, KJ, or Tate. Those are the three. Sorry. Oh, okay. You know, obviously, it wouldn't be Eric Gordon. So right. you're down to KJ and you're down to Tate. And this yeah. is this is exactly you know this is not the first time that this has come up uh, with a yep. Tate versus KJ. And I think the last time we talked about it was last season before any of this KJ trade 
like rumor uh, request. We saw this on the wall, by the way, three years ago. Not three years ago. Literally when KJ was drafted, you and I talked about this after we saw him play. We're like, all right, they're going to have to make the decision. Yeah, this was this was early on. And 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 I think it's coming. It it, it might be coming soon. Um, I would say it's tough. Like in like the decision, I think back then we said, I think back then we said it was Jay Sean Tate. And yeah, I went Tate. I know that for sure. I don't know which way you went. We can go back and probably go, go back it. and listen to every single episode. Yeah. Right. Try to find it yeah. and figure it out. That, and DM us after every show that you listen DM to us. to verify yeah, it, that you listen to the show. And if it's not on there, that way we know that you were listening. Can find this exact episode that we talked about this with and like, give us like the timestamp. Yeah. We got to do something for like, uh, we will hundred oh, like, percent. I don't want to like promise any gifts because I can't. But um, a, a massive. I'll meet you out. for a Rockets game. I'll meet you for a Rockets game, and I'll buy the first two rounds of beers. There you I'll go. Do that. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So go through all of our episodes, and if you can find the the first time we had this conversation about KJ versus Jayshon Tate, and you can bring it to us. Mike will take you out for drinks. Yeah, we'll watch a Rockets game together. And yeah, I we'll watch will, a Rockets game together. I will shout you out on the podcast because that's yeah. all I can do from Florida. Um, dude, that's money. That's dude. Are you kidding me? I mean, if you've got like, if you've got, we're, we're, if you've got like thirty I mean, hours to kill all of our episodes. Yes, this is. Yes, yeah. we should have done this way sooner. But hundred um, percent. Uh, no, man. But right I think now, I think that's where we are, man. Yeah, I will say right now, um, if I had to say, obviously it's a lot easier to say KJ because of what we just saw from him and Jay Sean Tate got hurt, obviously. Um, but I think I I would say Jay Sean Tate only because I feel as if he is more sustainable Ooh. because of the style of play that he has. Um, KJ is great. And KJ uses his athleticism. But my biggest fear with KJ that I don't necessarily have with Jay Sean Tate is that if if KJ goes through an injury, which God forbid that happens, like, you know, we do not want this to happen. But if, if he does end up suffering an injury, would he be able to come back with the same explosiveness as he can? Like, like just the way KJ plays, he relies so much on his athleticism to, uh, you know, kind of open his game up. Whereas with Jay Sean Tate, I feel like he's athletic in a different way, but it's more sustainable because he's not running and jumping up and down the floor every possession. And, you know, defensively, he's probably a little sure. bit better. Um, but it's like the margins are very, very thin. And I would personally say at this moment, Jay Sean Tate by like the smallest, idiest, bittiest of hair. Um, and I'm sure like I'm sure we'll probably talk about this down the line at some point. And I might have a totally different answer for you. But I, I think that answer is also yeah. like revealing itself as these games go on. And it it could be a fluid situation throughout the the season, throughout next season, even. I think it's also I see where you're coming from, but I got to disagree for the simple fact that I'm, you you can't run the roster based on maybe he gets injured, maybe he doesn't. I mean, I, I like that school of thought, but... To, who's who's easier to replace, I should say? Who's easier to replace? 
Jay Sean like, Tate. Are you going to find the next Jay Sean Tate before you find the next KJ Martin? Yes. I think you just did it. I mean, in all honesty, I, Jeremy, I think you just did it in this past draft. I mean, Tari, Tari, Tari Eason is a better – Tari, in a weird way, is like the size of KJ and the defensive potential of Jay Sean yeah. Tate. Yeah, I mean, Tari Eason's 6'8". Like, yeah, Tari Eason's 6'8". How tall is Jay Sean Tate? Jay Sean Tate's like 6'6". Because in reality, Mike, like – we're saying like, Jason's six four. Between they might he plays a lot bigger than that. Oh, like, for sure, hundred percent. What here's the what's funny about it is now that I'm thinking about it, it's like Tate versus KJ. In reality, the Rockets will probably draft someone that's better than both of them, and that person will be able to take them. just because of how many high draft picks the Rockets will have over the next couple of years. That's kind of what's happened here with Tari. Like I feel like Tari. He's like the new kid on the block. And like, there might even be someone that's better than Tari coming up. Obviously, we don't know that because we, we've only seen a, a fraction of what Tari can do. But just looking at the potential that they have in like the later draft, like if you have like a guy like Eamon Thompson, for instance, like I'm, I know I'm kind of spitballing with the draft and whatnot, but like if Eamon Thompson is the draft pick this year, he's starting at the three next year, probably. And Ooh, you probably look into like Tari being your sixth man. Um, and then you're looking at Jay Sean Tate and KJ oh. Martin, and they're going to be fighting for a spot to back up uh, Jabari Smith. And then you're looking at that and there's even less minutes for them. And I, I really think that Tate and KJ are kind of. Well, I, I think it's, I think auditioning, it's. They're all they're auditioning for um, like their their next like their place in the NBA, and I feel like with KJ, just like this this outburst or I don't even want to call it an outburst because I don't think it's like being dramatic or anything, but this um, a flash this chapter, of what he can this do. This chapter of KJ's career um, is kind of an amuse bouche for what's to come. I do think that. I don't see the Rockets signing KJ Martin to another contract. I think that KJ will opt to go elsewhere because he could probably make more money elsewhere and because he could probably get a better a better role somewhere else. I mean, we're talking again two years down the line, but um, no, for sure. But I, would probably, I think it's interesting, I, though, and, Jeremy. And look, the Rockets have already signed Tate also. And I think part of it, too, is like Tate's not going to ever cost as much as KJ will. So do who do I think is yeah. going to have the better career? Probably. Ooh. Who's going to have the higher ceiling? Who's going to have the best like, season out of the two? I'd say KJ's best season will probably be better than Jay Sean Tate's uh, best season. But I think Tate will have the better career only because his – I feel like he's just a bit more sustainable. And I feel like his archetype of, like, who he is as a player is – seen more often on championship teams than a guy like KJ. I also think if you're Jay Shantae, you got to hope for a career like a Trevor Ariza. You're not going to be a superstar, but you can be a very serviceable guy for a long time in this league. I do find it very interesting. You know, I think it's emerging. What could you get? Because I think the trade, the tradability of each guy is something to talk about as well. Like you say, the starting small forward next season, Jeremy, that's Tari Eason. Like Tari Eason is your future small forward. You would you would hope that it's Tari. I think Eason, it has to be. The thing is, Mike, 
is this good problem that's coming about. There is going to be like a, a high profile player coming out of the draft next year. The Rockets, assuming they'll have a lottery pick. Sure. That player could be better than Tari Eason even, which is like crazy to think because we, we you know, see Tari in such a high regard, even before he's even yeah. played an actual NBA game, which is crazy. But like, I wouldn't be surprised That's if Tari point. was the, was the draft pick uh, or, or was better than a potential draft pick. Um, but I'm also looking into what could be to come for the Rockets. And look, if they've, if they found their Tari at the three and Jabari at the four, and like that could be their, their little tandem, that'd be incredible. Mm. I, I would, I would, and, and the, the good thing about it is that there's a very real possibility that is what it is. And these two could be, uh, you know, long-term starters. And if they were able to do that, major what? props to the Rockets front office for, for identifying those talents as early into the rebuild as they were. And I got to, I got to tell you, that's man. like the thing yeah. with rebuilds. Sorry to kind of go on a tangent. No, 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 you're good. That's no, the you're thing good. about rebuilds is like, they go for the guy that they think is like, you know, going to fit long-term and, you know, not always does it like hit. Most times it doesn't. That's why you have teams like, um, you know, Sacramento, uh, Minnesota that went through several iterations of who they believed could lead them to the playoffs and it just never materialized. And I think with this Rockets group, um, while I can't guarantee that they will um, like be that group that pulls them out of the doldrums of the NBA, I think there's a good chance that they are. And I think, and we're going to wrap the show up here in a few minutes, but here's the thing, man. We also, I got to give quick props to KPJ tonight because the dude is playing right now. Like he needs an extension and understand what I'm saying. I'm not saying deserves. I'm not saying he should get, I'm using the phrase. He needs an extension. And that is a dangerous, dangerous man, Jeremy. It wouldn't surprise me if that was on his mind. It, ha- it has to um, be. Chances are it has to be. the Rockets will, um, like, chances are the Rockets will not play their starters in the final preseason game. It's just kind of tradition and just smart uh, to not potentially risk injuring your guys. So tonight did feel kind of like the dress rehearsal for a lot of these guys. Um, I don't think Jalen plays. I don't think um, KPJ will play on Friday against Indiana. Um he shouldn't. I don't see any reason yeah, for him to play. There's really no reason to, especially considering the fact that they've already got Jabari uh, nursing an ankle sprain. Um, and what you saw tonight with Lamelo Ball turning his ankle in uh, in Charlotte? No, I, yeah, I, I, I J- ain't playing Jaylen that game. Suggs got hurt too. So yeah, he's like, out a month. You don't want to see. Probably, uh, I mean, he says he's day to day, but day to day could be a lot longer. But you know, yeah. a lot of you know. The Rockets need to get to the season healthy, and then they need to try to stay healthy for as long as possible. Um, and I think what they're doing is, um, but they are they are expunging. I don't even know if that's where I'm kind of just piecing words together, hoping they make sense. But they are utilizing. <laughs> no, I'm picking it up. The depth that they have in the preseason and giving them that experience for the possible chance that it needs to be used during the season. And that's what you, that's what you have to do at this point in, in the regular season yeah. or in the right before the regular. I want to, I want to paint a real quick picture for you though. 
Can you yeah. imagine this show? If they sign KPJ to an extension and then get the number two pick in next year's draft, because you know what's coming if that happens. Scoot Henderson. Yeah, that would that would put the Rockets in a very interesting position. I do think not only they would I do think that they would still take Scoot. I think from what they have to from what have I've to. seen um, with this you know class, which is very little it's a star, um, but I think that I think Vic is clearly tier one, and I think Scoot is clearly tier two, both by themselves. I think everyone else is tier three and, and lower. Um, they're both in their own Not, individual yeah. like personally I wouldn't even be surprised if these two end up like uh, Zion and Ja like like uh, Vic's obviously gonna go number one he could be Zion where you know Zion is is a game changer in his own right and Zion is still really you know early in his career he could have a great career but there is that injury like question mark with Vic as just someone who is so big and just so you know lanky just injuries are are extremely possible for a guy like that um yeah but that that won't necessarily mean he doesn't have a great career with ja though ja is like the special special he's one of our he's one of the special talents in the nba and i really do think scoot could be like the next john morant kind of thing and and if you had him here and paired him with Jalen and kevin porter you're like you've got to stop that as as an opposing team like it's really hard and then you have jabari smith like kicking out for three like i would be scared tari eason yeah tari eason is your swiss army knife on that team too yeah but before while we're on the topic the rockets also have another first round pick in next year's draft they have the milwaukee pick in that pj tucker deal so you have all Mm -hmm. of these pieces and i gotta tell you man the rockets are, are in a prime position to pull off, I'm not going to call it a hardened deal, but they have set themselves up to be in a favorable position to pull off a deal with the players that they have on their roster, the draft picks that they have at their disposal of going to get a disgruntled star. I mean, that's what we can call it, Jeremy. I mean, that's what they've done. Yeah, and I don't, I'm, don't just, I'm not saying it's it now. It would have to be a very, very specific, like, very sure. specific scenario, which hasn't even been built yet, um, in order for that to happen. But yes, that's like sure. kind of kind of the idea of acquiring all these picks is that one day you might be able to uh, trade it back in for a star, um, a, a hardened like star. But uh, you know, I think we're still a little bit far from that as well. I think like if if I think were, so if too. To be to fair, get, like a top two pick and Kevin Porter was already extended and had a really good year. Um, I would be like, I, I do think that that would be like a lot of teams would be like, oh yeah, Houston should definitely trade out of the two pick, but I don't like, I, I don't, I, there will be a lot of people that will say that, um, because they're like, oh, you have Kevin Porter, you just extended you him, it. but you've got Scoot Henderson. Uh, how are you going to play Scoot and Scoot together? Mm-hmm. Um, but the Scooter squared could be a legitimate <laughs> thing. The sc- the Scoot from squared. what big daddy the the Scoot the, the Scoot, I can, I can be in the scuba squad well sure no, no this no. is not what big daddy Adam the Scoot Scoot and Scoot Scoot and Boogie the Scoot Scoot and Boogie yeah I feel like I, I like, like that the Rockets would, no matter what they do they would I, I'm down with that toward, but yeah I for think, sure 
I'm with it, man. No, tonight was fun, man. Even though we lost, like I, I see, I see. I, I, shut up. I, I honestly, like we have. What do we have? We have one more preseason game on Friday. Regular season starts next week. Yes, we're gonna do a show. So obviously, we're gonna be live on Friday. Then we're gonna do a show. The plan is Sunday night to try and get us ready, as ready as we can be for the regular season. Give some expectations for the season. It's a fun time here at the Dream Take, man. And we appreciate everybody who's uh, tuning in tonight. Nice little room here on Spotify Live. And uh, I think this is a good place to park the rocket ship. Thank you all so much for listening tonight here on Spotify Live. We will be back live, I said, with you on uh, Friday night after the game against the Indiana Pacers. Um, If you are on Twitter, make sure to give us a follow at the Dream Take. You can follow the mothership of the Dream Take. The Dream Shake at Dream Shake SBN. You can follow my co-pilot on Twitter, Mr. Jeremy Brenner at Jeremy Brenner. That's J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. And you can follow my co-pilot, Michael Brown, on Twitter. Mike at- Brown underscore 2020. If you're on Facebook, search the Dream Shake. Give us a like there. Finally, head on over to thedreamshake.com for all things Houston Rockets all the time once again your unhappy final for a game that either did happen or probably did not happen in miami tonight 118 to 110 we'll talk with you friday night rockets fans and until next time go rockets today's episode is brought to you by cars.com with over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you your budget your life your style And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Support for Pivot comes from Polestar. At Polestar, every inch of every vehicle they design is thoughtfully made. They're made to transform auto performance, accelerating from 0 to 60 in less than 4.2 seconds with fully electric all-wheel drive. They're made to elevate the driving experience with LED headlights and a panoramic glass roof. And they're made to uphold a greater responsibility to the planet using sustainable materials and energy-saving systems. The result is a car that combines the best of today with the technology of tomorrow. Pure performance. Pure design. Polestar. Design yours and book a test drive today at polestar.com.